Hey everybody, welcome back to Young Black and Opinionated. I'm your host, Christina Royster, aka Miss Christy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, make sure you follow YBO on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to do Put Y'all On, I'm going to have some pop culture news, and then I'm going to end with a year-end wrap-up, even though I'm recording this on December 15th. We're not at the end of the year yet, but a lot of companies already put out their end-of-year data, and I've got interesting stuff from Spotify, Google, and even Pornhub, so stay tuned. So let's begin with Put Y'all On. Um, My Put Y'all On is just acknowledging office holiday parties because I went on Twitter and people were talking about office holiday parties and I could totally relate to this. Shaq Katzner tweeted, everyone who made it to work today after our office holiday party last night is acting like they survived Vietnam. Someone just referred to a coworker as brother. And honestly, that's how I felt after the holiday party. We had ours on a Thursday. They had it in two parts. So part one started at 4.30 in the office. We had a little champagne toast. We had um, Shake Shack catered. And they had a raffle and it was all fun, you know, but that's when you started to see people go for their second or third drink. Then part two, we walked over to the bar and they had an open bar there. Now, I did not stay all night because I had a long commute home, but I don't know how those people who stayed till eight o'clock at night made it to work the next day. I personally was already struggling and I went to bed at 10 but um, it was really an awesome time, and it was my first holiday party at this job, so I didn't want to show off too much because people don't forget that when you act crazy at the holiday party. Best believe they're going to remember that for the rest of the year. Somebody else tweeted, uh, his name's Gnome Powell, tweeted, Every coworker I've interacted with since the holiday party last Friday has opened the conversation with some variation of, there he is, or how did the rest of your night go? So that's a good sign, I think. Yeah, when I came in the day after the holiday party, my coworker was like, how was the rest of your night? And I'm like, good. I wasn't too drunk or acting crazy. So how was the rest of your night? And it was definitely empty. There was only like three of us in the office. I'm pretty sure everybody else worked from home. So I had a pretty good time. And my job personally has a little fun committee. So I definitely want to join the fun committee and help with the party planning. I think that would be so dope. But yeah, office holiday parties are just a good way to let loose and like really get to know your coworkers with booze because they don't be acting like that when they're sober. All right, so let's get into this pop culture news because I have a lot to cover today. First, let's talk about this infamous banana. So if you're not familiar with the art world, Art Basel Miami Beach is kind of like a art show. It's a really popular uh, event and exhibit, if you will. And I'm sad because last year I put it on my list of like things to do in 2019 and I did not make it this year. But I mean, if we're reflecting over the year, I did have some pretty cool trips, so I can't be too upset about it. But this banana duct taped to a wall sold for $120,000 at this art show. And I think the artist even told the um, person who bought it like, yeah, you might want to replace the banana like every week. So you're going to spend $120,000 on an art sculpture that you basically have to put together every week for yourself. So it just goes to show that there's so much money to go around in this world and people are spending it on bananas duct taped to the wall. So 
that was very interesting to me. And then other brands um, started to like do their own little witty take on it. And they started taping things to the wall and like trying to be funny. I think um, like Burger King or somebody did it. They like duct taped a fry to the wall. So go check that out if you are into art or marketing or just funny things. Um, now let's be serious for a second here. We know that Juice World, um, the young 21 year old rapper passed away last week. And I was actually very upset by this. Um, I actually cried because I had just seen Juice World at Made in America in September in Philadelphia. Um, his music really did touch me because it really was kind of that like emotional rap kind of reminded me of Lil Uzi. Like he really was rapping about like his feelings and I don't think people really recognize that or maybe they did and just ignored it. But when I first found out Juice World died, I found out he had a seizure. So I was like, man, that's messed up. Like that's a real health concern. Then I found out more information and like you don't want to blame the dead but I don't really think this was smart of him or his team to do so this is what happened federal agents were waiting for Juice World's private plane to arrive in Chicago at the airport and uh, they were waiting because they suspected quote-unquote that they would find contraband and according to TMZ, this is because the pilot of the private jet had alerted authorities because members of Juice's entourage had guns on them. So number one, I don't know why this pilot snitched, but that's neither here nor there. So on the plane, they had over 70 pounds of vacuum sealed marijuana. I don't know why they needed that much marijuana. They had six bottles of prescription codeine syrup, two 9mm pistols, a 40 caliber pistol, a high-capacity ammunition magazine, and metal-piercing bullets. And so this was all found on the plane. So when Juice World was alerted that the authorities were going to come search the plane, of all that stuff that they had on the plane, his main concern was swallowing several Percocet pills to hide them. I don't know, at that point, you, you're already going to get caught with all this stuff. I don't know why he swallowed the perks, but that is what caused his seizure. We, we believe that's what caused his seizure and heart attack. And it, it just goes to show that, like, you're that concerned about getting caught and going to jail. You'd rather take your own life. I, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't want to blame him, but it just wasn't the best move. And we really lost a great artist. He wasn't just on the rise. Like, he was really skyrocketing. Like, his music was really taking off. And he was so young. He, like, just turned 21. So, rest in peace to Juice World. Um, That really hurt, man. You know, a lot of people, they cried over X. They cried over Mac Miller. I cried over Juice World because I actually really was a fan. Um, And let's not forget that we lost Nip this year, you know. Um, Lauren London just put out a Puma video where she basically like, um, went back to the spots that her and Nip had that photo shoot. That must've really hurt. I, I kind of got lost in her Instagram this week and was just going down and down and down and looking at all her pictures of her and Nip and it just really hurt my heart. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to Nip, Juice World, Mac, everybody that we lost recently. Um, now, let's talk about Brother Nature in pop culture news because everybody knows that Brother Nature, I don't really know his real name. It, do, I don't, it doesn't matter right now. Brother Nature is popular for hanging out with wild animals and being friendly with them, petting them, talking to them. He's like the only person of color who's ever gotten that close to a wild animal. And, you know, he really had a great Twitter following. So he became kind of like a little B-list celebrity or whatever. Then... 
this video surfaces of him getting jumped at a sandwich shop in Miami. And everybody's like, oh man, how could you do that to Brother Nature? He's such a sweet spirit. He's such a kind soul. And I was like, dang, that's messed up. Why did they jump him? Well, clearly nobody's going to get jumped unless they instigate it, right? So it turns out that we did not know the whole story. Brother Nature was in there kind of trying to use his celebrity treatment to get served by the waiter when the sandwich shop, pizza shop, whatever it is, made it clear that they were closing and they weren't serving anymore. So then he started doing his little diva like, oh, you don't know who I am, this and that. And um, that's when the guy like took him outside and beat him up. Then they brought it inside and beat him up. And um, it was just a whole mess. So it just goes to show that like everything on social media is not what it seems. Everybody was like, wow, they jumped brother nature and all they did was record it. Nobody helped. Maybe he deserved it. I don't know. I mean, nobody deserves to get beat up, but he definitely needs to get off of that high horse because you're nothing more than a Twitter celebrity. Please don't get it confused. All right, moving on to some happier news. Um, first we had South Africa win Miss University 2019. Let me tell you, she is gorgeous, dark skin, short Lupita cut. We love to see it. Then we have Jamaica win Miss World 2019. And in the top three with her was Miss Nigeria. So when they said Miss Jamaica won Miss World, Miss Nigeria shouted and cheered like she won. That is what we want to see. We want to see sisters lifting up sisters. Miss Nigeria did a whole church shout when they said that Miss Jamaica won. And that's what it's all about. Really, that sisterhood, that women empowerment. You know, I'm so, so happy to announce that now we have a Black Miss Universe, a Black Miss World, a Black Miss USA, a Black Miss Teen USA. And I think there's a fifth one I'm missing. Um, Miss America? Yeah, I think Miss America as well. Now, I don't know what the difference is between Miss Universe and Miss World, but look, I'm just happy they all black. And, you know, this really goes to show that we're making good steps towards diversity, but we have a long way to go. Let's not forget we have a long way to go. We're celebrating, but we still have a while to go. And um, I just want to clarify, what is Miss Universe exactly? Because they didn't ask the other planets if they wanted to be involved. They didn't ask Mercury. They didn't ask Mars. I don't, I don't know what Miss Universe is. Basically, we're just saying that we're the only planet in this universe. But hey, congratulations, Miss South Africa and Miss Jamaica. Okay, so over the weekend on Twitter, Blackfamous... This word defined by writer Michael Harriet, uh, he writes for The Root, this kind of surfaced. And he defines it by saying it's the gap between black stardom and white anonymity. So what does that mean exactly? Basically, if you're blackfamous, every black person knows who you are, but you're completely unknown by every white person. And I thought this was very interesting because... Uh, over the weekend with this conversation around blackfamous, we found out that white people don't know who Frankie Beverly is. Joy and Pain, Before I Let Go. Some of y'all might think Beyonce wrote that. Before I Let Go, that was not her. Okay? That was Frankie Beverly. And also, John Legend stepped in and he said, you know, I think Tom Joyner might be on that list. And Tom Joyner actually just retired after 25 years on the radio, so shout out to him. It's very interesting, like, this idea of blackfamous because I personally wouldn't mind if I was blackfamous. All I care about is my people and I want my people to know who I am. So if I'm famous among black people, but white people have no idea who I am, then that's okay with me. But I mean, you know, when you get into white TV and white music, that's really where the money is, unfortunately. 
So it might be good for white people to know who you are. You know, white people love them some Drake. White people love them some Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or uh, Chadwick Boseman. So if you're able to be well-known by black and white people, you're probably making real money. But um, that was a very interesting topic to me because it just goes to show, like, I could be like, oh, you don't know who Frankie Beverly is? And white people would be like, no, I had to Google that. So <laughs> go check that out if you're active on Twitter. There was a whole thread about it. So who is getting their coin this week? Rihanna. Rihanna, who has not put out any music in like two years, she's still securing the bag year and year and year after year. Rihanna has given the rights to her documentary to Amazon for $25 million. As if sis needs any more millions. Now she is giving her documentary to Amazon. And I think that they'll do a good job. They did um the Jonas Brothers documentary and I love that. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, you might want to get it before this Rihanna documentary comes out. Not sure when it's going to come out, but um, I think I read that it's going to address, you know, her whole personal and um, uh, career, her, her personal life and her career. Not sure how many minutes of the documentary they're going to give to Chris Brown. Hopefully none. I mean, you, you, you can't discuss Rihanna without talking about that little incident, but um, hopefully they handle it with grace. Um, and speaking of documentaries, part two of Surviving R. Kelly is supposed to come out January 2020. I didn't even know there was any more they could possibly say about this man, but we're going to see because you know I'm going to be watching it on Lifetime. Um, maybe it'll cover the case going on right now because isn't he locked up right now? They finally got him or he's on bail or something like that. I don't, I don't think he could make bail, but we're going to see. That part is coming out in 2020. Now, speaking of movies... Um, there was a little debate on social media about the Home Alones. Now, it's almost Christmas time. Christmas is like 10 days from today. As I said, I'm recording on December 15th. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there. Elf has its own cult following, you know. Um, I'm personally a fan of Fred Claus. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, then you have the Santa Claus movies with uh, Tim Allen. But then we get into the Home Alone debate. Home Alone came out probably 20-something years ago, and that still is popular. And um, people were saying that Home Alone 3 deserves its accolades. Now, listen, some of you guys probably didn't even know that there was a Home Alone 3 and a Home Alone 4. Home Alone 4 was trash. Don't watch it. But I'm pretty sure I had it on uh, D VHS or DVD or one of them. So Home Alone 3, though, it was pretty good. I'm not going to hold you. This one... The kid had to stay home because he had chicken pox. And it has a little known actress named Scarlett Johansson in it who plays his older sister, if you guys want to check that out. But when it comes to debates, Home Alone 3 has nothing on Home Alone 1 and 2. Let's just clear the air right now. Home Alone 2 might be better than Home Alone 1, though. I don't know. But it's just crazy how this movie is still making money. Honestly, if I was a celebrity, I would try to get into this Christmas space because it's like a guaranteed check every year. Mariah Carey is still making bank on All I Want for Christmas. Michael Buble is basically only a Christmas artist at this point. John Legend has a CD. Then you get into these Christmas movies. This Christmas, probably Chris Brown's best acting gig. So yeah, if you're trying to break into the industry, make a Christmas album or make a Christmas movie because clearly Macaulay Culkin is still getting his coin. And finally, 
It's about that season. It's that birthday season. Who celebrated a birthday this week? Offset. I think the most surprising thing is that Offset only turned 28 years old. I thought he was at least in his 30s. Like, he is not cute to me. He has an old-looking face. And he just looks, he looks like life wore him out. Let's just say that. It's probably all that cheating. And so, for Offset's 28th birthday, his wife, Cardi B, gifted him $500,000 cash. Now, number one, why do rich people give other rich people money for their birthday? Is that the best you can do? I guess when you're rich, you already have everything. So, um, you know, how many jewels and cars could you possibly have? She just gave him 500000 in cash. And um, this came at a pretty awkward time because, like, last week, there was more rumors of offset cheating. He claimed he was hacked because somebody showed screenshots of him in their DM. And then Cardi made that embarrassing video of where she basically was like, look, guys, me and Offset just woke up from a nap and we can't believe what you guys are saying about him on social media. We're right here with our child. We're loving life. He's not cheating. He was hacked. Right, babe? And he just looked at the camera like, uh, yeah, yeah, what she said. Like, Cardi, come on, man. You look dumb. Stop making these videos. Stop making these claims. Stop defending your cheating husband. If I had a year canceled this week, Cardi, you might have to get canceled for gifting your cheating man $500,000 for his birthday. And then somebody gonna post, oh, y'all quiet about this Cardi B thing. Nobody said goals. That's because that's absolutely not goals. I'm not gifting no man $500,000 after cheating on me. Because now everybody on Twitter like, so basically all you gotta do is cheat and your girl will give you money? And that's really what y'all think. So Cardi, you're making us look bad. Come on, women, do better. Alright, so that's all my pop culture news. Now I want to get into this year-end wrap-up for you guys. So as we slowly approach 2020, I believe the 31st is like two weeks away. Yeah, so as we approach 2020, all these companies are trying to, you know, tout how they had the best year ever. Look at all this stuff we did. Um, we have... Apple Music came out with their own Apple Music Awards. They literally have a trophy that looks like a giant iPhone. Um, so check that out. But yeah, all these companies are like, here is what we did this year. And first we have to start with Time. So Time Magazine has been doing Person of the Year since like 1920 something. And this year they announced their Person of the Year is Greta Thunberg. She's the teen climate activist. Um, I believe she's Sweden, Swedish. And this makes her the youngest ever to get the honor of person of the year. She's 16 years old. So shout out to Greta. But really, I was interested in these other topics. No offense, Greta. But athlete of the year, they gave to the U.S. women's soccer team, which, you know, that they that's well-deserved. They won the World Cup this year. And entertainer of the year, they gave to Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. We meet again on Young, Black, and Opinionated. This girl has had quite the year. Musically... She's doing great, but um, a lot of people are coming for her on social media. Basically, one girl said, it's not because Lizzo is fat. It's because she's annoying and fat. And I don't know what to say about that. Somebody compared her to uh, Nikki Parker on The Parkers. Hey, Professor Ogilvy, like just that type of annoying. I don't know. I like Lizzo, and clearly Time Magazine does too, for them to name her Entertainer of the Year. Um, I per personally like the video 
she made about um she's a crush on Carl Anthony Towns and she said I'm rooting for number 32 or whatever and the newscaster was like oh do you know him it, she was like nope but that's my baby and that is the mood for 2020 okay do I know him no is that my baby yes so you go ahead Lizzo um now let's get into Spotify so I personally love Spotify that is my music streaming platform of choice however when I upgraded to Verizon Unlimited I got Apple Music free for six months and I had to make the decision to go use ghetto Apple Music for six months so that I can save $11 a month and not pay for Spotify anymore. But I did not cancel Spotify before getting my year in roundup. And uh, maybe I'll share that with you guys next episode. But what I wanted to talk about was Spotify's year in data. They said that Post Malone was their most streamed artist at $6.5 billion. I think that song Sunflower definitely helped him. Um, I mean, it was such a catchy tune. You have to admit that was a nice song. That was a nice movie. Then um, Billie Eilish came in at number two with $6 billion, so she's right behind Post Malone. Ariana Grande, Ed Sheeran, and Bad Bunny round out the top five artists of the year on Spotify. But, you know, since we're going to 2020, it's a new decade. A lot of people are also doing decade data. And Spotify said their artist of the decade was Drake. Hey, Daddy Drake. Yes. With 28 billion streams over the last 10 years. Now, I will disclose with you guys that Drake was my artist of the year. So, it only makes sense. I think he was a lot of people's artist of the year. Um, Dictionary.com. They came out with a word of the year. Their word of the year is existential. Adjective meaning concerned with existence, especially human existence as viewed in the theories of existentialism. I think this is perfect for 2019, considering the fact that we all are questioning our existence with climate change, impeachment hearings, um, just a lot going on this year. It's a scary time. Gun violence um, is only seeming to get worse year after year. So it makes sense that they chose that word. But then Merriam-Webster took a different approach, and Merriam-Webster named their word of the year, they, T-H-E-Y, they is their word of the year, and I think we all know why. This word was looked up 313% more than last year. Um, it definitely just has to do with people changing their pronouns, everybody's non-binary, gender neutral these days, so it's good that people were looking it up because it shows that they're curious and they're learning and they're going to dictionaries for more guidance. But um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say anything politically incorrect. So I'm going to just shut up. But the word is they. Just like Sam Smith changed his pronoun to they. And I just didn't understand why. But, you know, that's his personal choice. And I think that, you know, change, changes like that, celebrities doing that, that really sparked um, a lot of curiosity this year. And now a lot of people are putting their pronouns in their bio uh, just so you guys know my pronouns are she and her I don't mind you guys calling me she and her um now Giphy you know the GIF uh platform they did a list of like top 25 gifts and I have to say that I didn't really know any of the gifts on that list maybe I just continue to use the same old gifts but they had a lot and I was like I've never seen this this year in my life but um, their number one gift, though, I can definitely relate to 
Giphy's number one gift of the year was And A Oop by Jasmine Master. So you go ahead, girl, because that I definitely said And A Oop all year long. I probably will continue to say it in 2019 until there's a new catchphrase. And will we leave period and period poo in 2019? Not likely. Okay, so then did a little research and even Pornhub. Yes, Pornhub put out their year in data. And if you want to see what people was looking at, go read this list. But Pornhub said they had 42 billion visits this year and 39 billion searches. So, I mean, if 42 billion people were going to Pornhub and 39 billion were specifically searching, y'all pretty much know what y'all looking for. And as it turns out, Alien ranked the number two in top searches. I don't know what kind of porn y'all was trying to look for with the word alien. Maybe it had to do with that whole Area 51 thing. But um, the article I read only told the number two search, by the way. I don't know. I don't want to know what the number one search was. <laughs> y'all can go look for yourselves. And also, their data showed that this year, um, Sunday at 11 p.m., was the most popular time to watch porn. Now, that's the Lord's day. Y'all nasty. Y'all so nasty for that. And apparently a lot of people are watching porn on their PlayStations and Xboxes. So it's probably a lot of little teenagers. Or grown men playing video games. I don't know. But that was very interesting data to find out from Pornhub. And finally, Google put out a whole uh, year in search video. So it was very heartwarming. I didn't watch it yet because I know I'm going to cry. But it was basically about... You know how this year was all about heroes. We had the superhero movies, but then we also had the everyday civilian heroes, you know, helping uh, their communities. So they had, did a whole video with like police officers, firefighters, uh, Avengers, just really great tear jerking moments from this year. And um, Google's top 10 search terms in order. Number one, Disney Plus. Number two, Cameron Boyce. So remember, he was the Disney star who died from a seizure. So sad. He was so young. Um, number three, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. Number four, Hurricane Dorian. Number five, Antonio Brown. Number six, Luke Perry. Number seven, Avengers Endgame. Number eight, Game of Thrones. Number nine, iPhone 11. And number 10, Jesse Smollett. And that number 10 really makes you realize so much happened this year. And by the time you get to December, you're like, what? That was this year? So I'll definitely do a like, New Year's episode to kind of recap 2019 for you guys and then we'll be going into 2020 and um but let's give christmas a chance okay because you know we rushed right past thanksgiving into christmas and now everybody's already focused on 2020 we haven't really said much about jesus's birthday so happy almost birthday jesus There you have it. This has been another episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. I already see a couple reviews on there. Thank you guys so much for saying positive things. And if you have anything negative to say, keep it to yourself. No, if you have anything negative to say, you can always email me. Give me some feedback. It's uh, YBO at digidisnet.com. That's YBO at D-I-G-I-D-I-S-N-E-T. That stands for Digital Discovery Network. Make sure you follow YBO on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO Podcast. You can follow me, Miss Chris D. 
That's M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E on Instagram and Twitter. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye for now.